everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 Episode 21. It is called Symbiosis. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. This one um, turns into a bit of a PSA. <laughs> but by, just a tad, yeah. Well, because the first half of it is, is just kind of whatever. It's not actually that good, it's not actually that bad, it's just... There's, there's some humor it's to set. be had. Yeah. There's some humor to be had. You know, the, 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 the Starship Enterprise is is looking at this this sun. They're near this sun that's going that's having flares and whatever. And they're watching this. It's kind of magical and is that. But oh wait, distress calls. A distress call on a planet nearby. And it's this planet, uh, four, four planets from the sun, and this ship is uh, malfunctioning. They've got the distress call out. And communications are spotty. The solar flares are making all the comms act kind of funky, and it's you know it's like bad. Makes sense. VHS yeah. video almost, uh, with distorting and all that. Mm. Uh, so they try and communicate. They get a little bit closer. They communicate as best they can, and there's some humor to be had because the responses this captain gives from this ship to every question Picard has, because Picard's like, "Oh, what's 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 wrong with your ship? Uh, can, can you be of assistance?" You know, as Picard always does, and the guy's kind of like. Yeah, yeah, things are things are pretty bad. Um, don't, don't really know how to fix it. No. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Because they figure out what it is, and they're like, okay, we'll beam me aboard the, the, this coil, this replacement part. And it's like, okay, uh, do you know how to put it on? <laughs> and just things like that. So there's a there's a good ten minute chunk of the episode devoted to just talking to these people and then trying to beam them off before the ship explodes. And they eventually beam four people off, although they notably beam. A, a container of cargo over first. Yeah, uh, and two people die because they sent this first. Yes. And we get four people, two of which are people who own the ship, who are medically speaking a little under the weather, <laughs> look a bit distressed. Uh, later on, we'll of course come to find out this is just straight up withdrawal symptoms. Yes, they claim they have a plague. Yes, they have a plague. And the other two were there to sell them the medication for said plague. They, they're from a different planet. And the way these two societies function is that the, the rich planet does nothing but make this drug. And then the other planet that needs the drug does everything else and makes everything. Uh, and when, I say, when we say everything, we mean everything. Like That is literally their only industry on the rich planet is to make this drug. They don't even make their own food or anything. Yeah. So, okay, okay. And obviously at this point I'm like, all right. This isn't a plague, this is just withdrawal symptoms. They're addicted to this shit, whatever it is. I think it was a uh, Felicium, which I only remember because it sounded like Felicity ha- like had a drug named after. <laughs> Felicium. Sure, why not? It's what popped out in my head, alright? The moment where it kind of takes a turn, though, because there's some really funny moments where uh, Crusher... You know, they find out about the plague, and Picard's worried that they've brought a plague upon you know on board the ship. Crusher's like you know doing medical scans and all that. There was a great scene where they agree to let the, the two sick guys have their medication, and she watches them take it, and she's got this just look in her face the whole time. And I'm like, oh, she's putting it together. She knows what's going on here. Yeah, because it's pretty obvious they're getting high on this. Yeah, stuff. and it's when she comes back to Picard where she explains. People down there don't have a plague. Everyone on the planet is a drug addict. And that is the moment of the episode where it just tur- kind of turns into a PSA. And yeah. It, like, 
you know, it's like obviously the message is fine. It's just like it's just not it's not a it's not a story. It's have, have some subtlety. Do a story. Yeah, make it a piece <laughs> of entertainment, not just a message. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of worth it for some of the first half though, because Picard getting annoyed when they're uh, at the responses. There's a great moment where he asks something, and they just go, "Oh yeah, that's great." That's the response, and Picard mm. just has this look at his face like he's like, "I'm ready to leave these people to die." This is this is too much. Yeah, it's too and, much. And there's parts in the second half I like, like the the, the concept of Picard going, "Yeah, well, it's not really our fault if they're all addicts, is it? It's their own shit to deal with." I think you're simplifying it a little bit. No, no, but that that's kind of a, a large part of what he's doing for you. Know, it's all the prime directive bollocks. Don't be wrong. You know, we'll, we'll get into it. But the core the core of it is like. Eh, not really our problem. I think you're taking the wrong thing away from this, though. Because the, the point is is that Crusher, and to an extent Picard, want to intervene but can't because of the Prime Directive. And that's why he wants to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. No, Crusher more so, though. I think she talks... Picard, the way the way I got it more anyway is, is she has to talk Picard into it and into a roundabout way of doing it. Yeah, but he, his attitude is not, it's not our problem. Let's just... Like he still cares. Like you're simplifying this oh, to a, sure, but a, a he, dumb he, degree. Come on. I, now. I don't think he wants to get involved. Like even if the like, I I I don't think he actually wants to defy the prime directive and go right. Okay, we'll deal with this. Well, no, he doesn't want to defy even the prime. Though... Di- he doesn't want to defy the prime directive. That is accurate, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't want to get involved. There's there, that is two different things. He just cares more about the prime directive than getting involved. Sure. I I I just didn't feel like that he really wanted to deal with it that much and it was just crushes <laughs> nagging that it was like, all right fine well i'll do something sometimes you have a way of boiling things down to the 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 most basic stupid ways possible i'm, I'm just saying clearly i you, you found picard to be more sympathetic than i did i think he is more sympathetic i i i, I think uh I don't know. Like, I, there's no nuance to what you're saying here. Like, it's, it's, it's I, yes, no, I, I agree. There's no nuance to what I'm saying. I didn't feel there was much nuance. I'm not saying there is nuance. I'm saying there's no nuance to what you're saying. You're, you're putting it in a very kind of brash way, and I don't think that's not the way he comes across to me in this episode. Ah, see, that's the thing, though. That is the way he comes across to me. He comes across very just simplistic in, in just. It, it it almost at points feels like the prime directive is just ah well that's a reason not to do it. It's it's is very aware that you know what these are this planet's their culture. Just because you know we look down on it and they're all addicts that you know it it it's not really his problem. He uses it that way the second time when he brings it up where he, where he won't give them the the replacement parts the idea that that'll kind of force them into because because one of the things that comes up mm-hmm. of course is that the, the the rich planet actually eventually like stop demanding payment and they're like hey we'll just give you it to free you can pay us later and the reason for that is your classic drug dealer kind of trope they 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 don't want them to realize that it's just withdrawal symptoms they want them to think that they still need it yeah so they don't want them to go so long that they might realize that they don't actually have any use for them and. Picard confronting him about this acknowledges that he can't do anything about it because that would be interfering. Uh, I, I, I this is where I disagree with you. I think he clearly wants to. He just can't. And then mm-hmm. later on, when they're about to beam everyone back down to where they where they want to go, he says, "No, we're not giving you replacement parts for your ship, even though he previously rep- promised them, and he promised that he'd even have the engineers install them for them, yeah. uh, because this is his way of kind of circumventing things and forcing them to eventually realize what's true is that they don't need this. It'll be it'll be Painful, you'll have withdrawal symptoms, but 
they'll, they'll you know they'll, they'll come to this realization on their own in some capacity um and it's and arguably it's the right thing to do as well because if their ships were failing and they never showed up then this was what would happen anyway if anything he's just kind of it's almost as if they never appeared sure go, yeah. going this uh, way um yeah, and no, he, I, I and, agree with that then. and here he kind of presents it to to because the rich people are like no, but, you know, what because he's like hey you laid the prime directive when it was in your favor the, the, the yeah. fact that it's now not in your favor now all of a sudden you're complaining about it he is very kind of blasé about the way he says it but it it, it, it very much felt it to me like a teacher who the student had just realized the point of what they said before and the teacher was rubbing it in their face that's what it felt like you might have had some pretty bad teachers <laughs> not like a serious thing but like like i remember a smug look in a teacher's face once when i couldn't read my own handwriting because they'd been complaining about my handwriting for a while it's like you can't read your own handwriting eh yeah i've been there yeah i've been there <laughs> i got that smug look and to me that's i mean not that picard was feeling smug in this scene per se but it, it was kind of that vibe where it was like hey all of a sudden you understand what we're doing with this prime directive here it's not just to benefit you like yeah. it's very neutral in that sense um I, I think the the key difference here is is i felt like like crusher was talking him into helping the whole time like he wasn't really that into you know he, he wasn't that concerned about getting involved and, and crusher was like no we have to do something you know she she's up for going against the prime directive and just you know getting in there and dealing it and he, he goes for a more subtle approach right well that's why he's a captain he he, he upholds you know, he the prime directive yeah. um I just I don't think it's a case of not caring or not wanting to get involved. I think it's he he fully you know it's because he he withholds the prime directive in a high standard and that's why he won't just do it. That's why he yeah. refuses when Crusher actually tries to prod him. But I don't think it's that he doesn't care that he doesn't want to help out in some way. I, I think he does. Uh, maybe not as much as Crusher. Crusher's like gun ho. She's ready to you she know is, yeah. you know spear in and like. Give them some withdrawal uh, medication, so they, they, they you know, it, you know, it'll still be painful, but it'll be easier uh, yeah. to get over it. She gives him some shit at the end, like you know, after he does this, she's like, you know, you just made a whole planet full of people about to go through withdrawal at, at once, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 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 I am. <laughs> he does the stops, stops the elevator, and be like, look, it's gonna happen anyway. They might as well just get over and done with. See again, your tone is completely wrong. What the. <laughs> That is not a tone of this scene. He gives an inspiring little speech about the the importance of the prime directive, and and getting through it, you know, and hoping through pain and whatever else he said. Like that, this was an inspiring little speech, and you're presenting it as like, oh, it's, it's fine. I'll get over it. Like, I, I don't think it was that inspiring. I'm not. I'm not saying it moved me to tears. I'm saying that the, the intent in the scene was cool that he was being a proud captain and talking about how they're supposed to interact with with civilizations. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, no. What I meant is he wasn't overly sympathetic about them going through it. Whereas Crusher was like, "No, we should have been doing more, right?" You know, that that, that was my point. Yeah, but I don't think he was being cruel, though. I I think he was. No, I, I didn't say he was being cruel. He was being very matter of fact with it, but I, I don't think he was like. It's like he knows it'll be tough. I don't, I don't think he's unaware of that. I don't think he he's relishing that they're going to go through a tough time i think he's just yeah it's going to be tough but this is what was going to happen so this is how it'll play out again yeah, go, going back to the prime directive you you put a tone on it you you give him this voice you no no, no. him going yeah well i'll get through it that's no that's it that tone right there no that is not what he did that's that, that's that is nonchalant it's like yeah 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 it was fine. not nonchalant no i will fight you on that it was not nonchalant 
<laughs> it was. No, it wasn't. It was. It was Picard. Stern Picard. It wasn't that stern. It was. He's always stern. I'm not saying it's the sternest Picard, but this was. This was stern <laughs> Picard. Picard standards. I felt was relatively nonchalant. It's like, yeah, yeah look, look, you know, it's, it's not great that they're going through that, but you know, it's for, it's better for the best in the long run. Jean-Luc Picard has never been nonchalant in this show, and he may never be. Right? It's just not his character. Relatively speaking. He sp- spoke this with honour, with grace, and with... No, this is why we have to do it this way. It's a firm set of beliefs. It was not, oh, I don't want to get involved. Oh, I'm fan for the cells. Oh. I've got better things to do. I, 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 I didn't go polish my head. Like, <laughs> I was taking you seriously until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, but... You just... <laughs> uh, best scene of the episode though is when Wesley Crusher starts asking why people take drugs and Tasha Yar who's clearly done some extreme substances in her time st- starts describing how it feels to be off your head on acid and how yeah, good it feels she had a well time at the academy didn't she <laughs> well I don't think I don't think people in Starfleet like find themselves or at least people who go to the academy find themselves in these situations you get the impression that things have changed right but for some reason, Tasha's the one person on the Enterprise who seems to have a history. It's probably when she was in the, the planet with the rape gangs. Drugs were probably a big thing there. Um, and she 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 probably did a lot of acid and mushrooms and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heroin, probably. <laughs> oh, going for the biggie. Well, I mean, this drug that they were talking about, this felicium, uh, seems to be closest to heroin than anything else. From what, from, from what they're, they're showing and yeah, describing. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just funny, though, because she's like, well, because it makes you feel good when you're on drugs, Wesley, but afterwards you feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, you're, so, you're speaking from the experience here, Tasha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it felt a lot like maybe um, the, the drug is like maybe morphine in the sense that it actually had like a, oh, a sure. genuine medical purpose. Yeah, that's for... true, because there was a plague once upon a time that it did cure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe um, morphine's a better example. A better comparison. Yeah, yeah. And then and then they got hooked on it, and you know it's not too good now, is it? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Oh man. I almost want to come back to these planets, like you know, in like five seasons' time, and, and see just see the the chaos. Yeah, see what's happened because they went through a withdrawal. I I hope they're at war because they're like you've been screwing us for two hundred years. How could they even be a warlord if the Ridge doesn't have anything? How could they fight them? They don't know how exactly. to... They'll, 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 they'll have to learn quick, won't they? They don't know how to make anything. Like, the, the, the poor planet... I mean, I'm calling uh, them the poor planet. They'll, they'll, but they'll figure it out when they start getting shot at. They, they'll, they'll have like tanks and ships and weapons and all sorts. Because they were more technologically advanced. Yeah. And the, the Ridge planet will be like, uh, we can give you more drugs. <laughs> Throw drugs at them quick. It's Vietnam all over again. <laughs> oh god um yeah there you go that's uh that's, the, that's your, your drug psa episode of symbiosis yeah. um and obviously i mean look this is the thing it's it's it's, it's a very clear message and it's, it's, it's a very just one like yeah obviously narcotics to get you addicted like this probably not a good thing are bad they're always bad i mean unless used for medical reasons obviously and heavily monitored and whatever but like yeah. 
clearly all was bad. It's just the episode is just not very good at sending that that message and uh, doesn't really build much of an interesting story. Uh, arguably, the only interesting thing to come out of this episode really is the debate about the Prime Directive and how Picard just can't step in. And then he finds a way to kind of force it to happen in the near future. So, yeah, he se- he seems to take the Prime Directive more seriously than than, than Kirk ever did. Than Kirk ever did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk, forgive the pun, shat on the Prime Directive. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, you're going to hang with this, but I'm thinking of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, the, the pirate code. Pirate code. It's more of a guidebook, really. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not. It's not strictly rules. That's. I think that was how Kirk interpreted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no. Uh, Picard's a, 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 a stickler for them. He He's really a, cares. You know, to the letter of the law, isn't he? Hmm. Yes. Uh. Oh, actually, I, I want to talk about. Uh, for some reason, the people from these planets can do like electric wave things and then it has no real impact at all on anything the only time it shows is that at one point they kind of like grab raker and raker's like pretending to be still as they're like shocking him with just that he's just kind of like yeah the whole time that's kind of funny like there's a whole debate between raker and, and, and tasha about this this ability it's like oh never seen that in you know humanoids before yeah it felt like it was building nine. yeah it felt like it was building something like maybe the drug gives them these powers maybe it was going to be yeah, a yeah and, and they would tell them out right how do you know how much can they give out? Does it have to recharge? You know, do, you know, all all these things. I'm like, oh, okay, and then nothing. Just forgot about it. <laughs> oh well, it, it meant nothing. It was pointless. What's next then? We'll you next. tell me. I'm, I'm, again, I was just leading myself into it. Uh, the next episode, episode twenty-two, is called Skin of Evil. Uh, that sounds promising. Counselor Troy is held captive on a deserted planet. By a slick, black, oily, sentient, and immortal puddle of evil. This sounds amazing. <laughs> I take back everything I just said. Puddle of evil. <laughs> this, this might be in contention for episode of the season. Oh, does the naked now have a have a contender? It may. It, it may. may indeed. Oh god, this sounds great. Uh, what was this one rate? I assume this one was low. No, oh, this was a seven. Okay. Oh, what's what's the next one? Six point nine. Oh, is that it? <laughs> None of them are that low. There's people. There's people like uh, Tara who'll just go through and rate them all ten. So I mean, people drag yeah. them up. Screw you, Tara. <laughs> In fact, I mentioned I was watching this one, and Tara, and I quote, said, "Oh yeah, that episode sucks." Still a ten, though. <laughs> you've you've just said something for her that that was, oh, something bad about Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It sucked, so you know she's gonna kill you now. Yes, yes, I'm spread. I'm spreading vicious, vicious rumors. Yeah. Uh, oh. But that is uh, episode twenty-one. Uh, let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. You can like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel, everything we do here, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/mailfuzzTV. We can support us for as little as a dollar per month, and you get bonuses and stuff early. And you get these Star Trek reviews a week early. Uh, you can also check out all the stuff we do. We uh, have reviews of the classic Twilight Zone going up every week now as well. Uh, I've been doing Babylon Five here and there. Uh, so you know a lot of classic sci-fi stuff to check out uh, so that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching Star Trek guys and to everyone but Connor live long and prosper